0: climbing a mountain, you know, if you know that you're going to a place that looks that high, you know, suddenly what do you then see? I mean, if, if, if you look at, if you start looking at the effort involved in getting there, you may not even start. Right. A lot of times we see that they are defeating in a, in a sense. Uh, but you say, yes, I mean, that is something that we can always do and start moving in that direction. You suddenly realize that it is not that high. Hmm. Um, same thing happens in everyday life. And right. Sometimes you know you just look at something, a task or a work or a result or a goal, and the moment you start thinking that it is too much to get there, suddenly there's a you know it starts to become a burden, a mind block that says pursuing something like this is time consuming. It is not. We actually save a lot of time because you become a lot more efficient. You become a lot more healthier you have a much better output even at work. Yes. So I think that mind block is something that's important to be taken out to say that this is time consuming and therefore I don't have the time, it's only an excuse. Uh, it's important to set aside some time for yourself uh, for the way you, know, you give it time you know, to prepare yourself to stay fit and to stay healthy.
1: I am Baiki Venki and this is the working athlete podcast. Here I talk to working athletes from all walks of life and experts from various sports to provide you with inspiration, training tips, time management and lifestyle advice. If this is something that interests you please make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss any future episodes. Today's guest Vishnu Bhatt is an executive at Blue Neem Medical Devices which devi- designs and manufactures minimally invasive medical devices this ex-infosys executive got into cycling after realizing how unfit his busy lifestyle has made him i have met him during the recently concluded tour of karnataka that happened last month and in fact we have recorded this episode during the tour of karnataka He was there cycling with his uh, 21-year-old son. As someone who has uh, two sons, it was very inspiring to see this. In this episode, we talked about his cycling journey and how Tour of Karnataka has shaped it how we tend to overestimate the time we need to stay fit, and how a lot of us are afraid of taking that first step towards a lifestyle change. Without much further ado, let us dive into my conversation with Vishnu Bhatt. Welcome to the Working Adult podcast, Vishnu. It is a great pleasure having you on the show. Thank
0: you, Venki, and it's wonderful talking to you as well. I've heard so much about you and I've heard your podcast and
1: really a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Vishnu, uh, let us start by talking a little bit about what is work for you now.
0: Um, now, I um, mean, work is uh, is actually a passion at the moment. Uh, we are uh, um, trying to build a medical devices organization in India that really helps um, a, a lot of patients in the country. So we make uh, uh, minimally invasive medical devices for minimally invasive procedures. Um, so it's uh, something that we are... Working very hard at um, it's it's a lot of uh, passion at work, a lot of dreams, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know
1: we have a fantastic team that's uh, doing a lot of interesting stuff. Amazing! So uh, I I have a little bit of uh, you know I heard that there is a backstory uh, behind starting this organization. Uh, yeah so uh, we our organization is called uh, Blooney medical
0: devices mm. um, and this is something that a uh, few of us came together back in two thousand eight nine as a as a dream so the, the fundamental uh, premises on which we started this is that you know India is a country of a billion people mm. um, and uh, even today about seventy five percent of medical devices are imported mm. um, and that we feel is a very helpless situation Right. Um, and uh, i come from a uh, you know from an instrumentation uh, engineering from a training perspective right and then i moved into it and was working in an it organization for a long time for about 22 23 years uh-huh. um, and uh, you know yeah and we have had you know all of us have had different scenarios where you know we have had issues with uh, availability of devices in the country um, and uh, we just had a, a fantastic moment where a team came together, um, uh-huh. and uh, you know this is something that we said, you know, we have to, we have to do our bit to change something. Right. Um, so that was the dream that was was uh, that that was you know that blue dream was born off.
1: Okay, interesting uh, that you mentioned instrumentation engineering uh, as. Uh training background i did my uh, bsc instrumentation is that right <laughs> before wow. i did my uh, mca wow. <laughs> and got into it yeah no it's so... an amazing <laughs> journey that we all go through yes, yes. very interesting so be- before you uh, blue name you were uh, working in it uh... yes i was working with infosys okay so i started with
0: infosys way back in 1992 93, wow. in 93 beginning of 93 actually uh-huh. um, it was an amazing journey i mean right. just uh, the kind of uh, things that we did that there and the value creation, um, and something that we could actually make happen in this country. I think that was an amazing uh, journey for all of us. So it was a, it's mm-hmm. a fantastic journey.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So uh, the journey with Blue Neem started uh, in 2008
0: 9? 2008 9 is when the company got started. I mm-hmm. uh, joined Blue Neem full time um, you know, uh, uh, in an executive role um, in 2015 16 mm-hmm. that year right um so that is when uh, you know really i joined the team um, and became part of the organization so it's been um, an interesting uh, f- uh, several years now yeah yeah um, and we are going from strength to strength so that's an amazing part
1: great you know the medical devices minimally invasive medical devices the, they they play a vital role in the health industry right yeah now, i think
0: right? that's a big transformation that's taking place hmm. Uh, because uh, minimally invasive procedures does provide uh, uh, quick um, surgical outcomes. Uh, mm-hmm. It is minimally invasive, so the name itself suggests it's minimally yeah. invasive, it's less painful, yeah. and it is fast. So you don't have to go through the entire surgical process and then the recovery process and so on. So then the whole the whole theme of instrumentation and keyhole surgeries and minimally invasive techniques have made it a lot simpler for the patient. Right.
1: Um,
0: and I think it's, uh, it's a most preferred way of... Uh, uh, of treatment uh, yeah. in today's
1: world awesome that's fascinating now let us uh, get into your endurance journey when did you uh start riding how did the endurance journey start um well it's an interesting i think
0: probably happened through evolution yeah. um, i think um so my fitness journey itself i think started uh, Back in Melbourne, I used to mm-hmm. live in Melbourne before I moved back to Bangalore um, yes. between, uh, you know, that was some somewhere around 2005, five six, I think. Um, and, and probably it was a realization at the time that, you know, with the kind of hectic work pace that we do, we sometimes ignore, you know, your own uh, fitness levels and what you do and so on. So it, right. it was obviously I didn't have any major problems as such. Mm. Um, it was a very interesting incident actually. When we were in Melbourne, we would have our uh, you know regular weekend get-togethers mm. with our friends and people who who are kind of from our uh, village and town and so on. Right. And uh, one day we ended up in a badminton court, uh-huh. um, and I was playing badminton with uh, with a with a friend, and you know he was actually elder than me at that time, and even now. <laughs> um, and uh, the game was over in less than two minutes, and I just couldn't even take a breath. <laughs> Uh, and that was actually kind of a coin drop saying, you know, I'm really, you know, not up to it and this is not, it's not a good sign. All
1: right.
0: um, so we all, you know, get into uh, our work, you know, we just get drowned into our work and sometimes, you know, it, you tend to ignore certain things that are important. So that is when I felt that uh, you know if I continue on the same path, it probably will not be a good
1: mm. um, you know
0: place to be in. Yeah. So that's when I started getting into a little bit of a fitness program and 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 getting up to speed. started playing badminton quite a bit. Right. Um, so the endurance journey. When was this? This was uh, this was back in two thousand.
1: Uh, five six seven i think mm-hmm. in that in okay. those years yeah. um, so interesting uh, again uh, badminton uh, being uh, something that i started with interesting <laughs> at least you lasted two minutes <laughs> i did not even last a minute <laughs> <laughs> and i was playing with a considerably uh, you know older guy as yeah, well same thing here. Yeah. yeah so 2000 back in 2008 when i was looking to i was Quite uh, heavy, and I was looking to lose weight more than uh, being uh, heavy. I was quite unfit and I was suffering a lot of uh, bronchitis and you know, health issues, breathing issues, and stuff. So, when I wanted to start my endurance journey, first thing I did was uh, you know, went ahead and bought a badminton racket because in my apartment complex, there was this space in the middle which was not big enough for a full coat, uh-huh. but was enough for two people to, you know, put a net in between and two people to play. Oh. And that I used to see everyday people uh, playing. And I decided, okay, I will join them because yeah. this is very next, you know, right in front of me. Yeah. I wake up, take the badminton code and go and join yes. them. And that's what I did. And, uh, you know, first day, <laughs> I lasted barely a minute or so. yeah. But I kept at it, kept at it. And, uh, you know, eventually I was able to play... Uh, an hour or so with them yeah see. and that that's an
0: interesting thing because i mean i used when i used to live in the u.s uh several years before that yeah i used to play racquetball it was mm. in mid 90s late 90s and it was a you know it was reasonably well played and you know quite fit yeah but then you know kind of you lose track and you know you suddenly realize how how soon you know you kind of start to become lose it right
1: know? yeah um Excellent, but uh, that's a good thing, right? You realized that in uh, back in two thousand five six, and then you took up that uh, journey. What What are the things that you did to uh, get back into fitness? Yeah.
0: See, first of all, I I I think it's uh, I think you make a very important point. I think it's important to be able to read ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times, you know, we have so many things in our head that we we forget because you know this this human body is just so amazing Uh, and now that i'm also spending time in the healthcare world you realize that it's such a sophisticated machine it tells you everything yeah um we just don't listen Listen. yeah Uh, and that's i think the biggest problem of this what i call as the information overload whether it's at work the work pressures the lifestyle or even just even today's world you know the whole information consumption that we we have at our fingertips so suddenly what happens is that you just start to lose what, you know, just to, to understand even what the body is trying to tell you. So I think it's very important that that element is kept alive, that right. we, we really hear what it's trying to tell us. Um, But, but I think, uh, first of all, it was for me to start getting into, you know, making sure that I follow a disciplined approach and I, I leave some time for myself, right. either in the beginning of the day or end of the day yeah. to do a workout or go to the gym or play up game of badminton, the weekend games and so on. Yeah. And also the food uh, also was something which was very important. Um, so I, I cut down a lot of uh, sugar mm. um, and uh, made sure that I had uh, healthy food. Mm. Um, and then, you know, that, that journey began then. I mean, I okay. wouldn't say that it was perfected at, at yeah, the time, yeah. but, you know, you start getting into the rhythm, you become a little more conscious of what you're eating, how much you're eating. Not so much how much you're eating, what you're eating. I think yeah. that's probably more important. Yeah. Um, so that, uh, you know, continued there. And then I returned back to Bangalore in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, that thing continued. And, and we had a fantastic uh, team at uh, the place where I live, at the clubhouse. You know, the games of badminton continued. Yeah. Um, so so that's how the slightly more intense activity started. And I began to enjoy it. Right. Um, and also balanced. You know, yeah. It was also important to keep it balanced so that we don't go overboard. Right. Even there, I think it's important to hear your body saying exactly. you know, when to stop. What to do, what not to do, when to take a break, and so yeah. on.
1: That, that is an important point you make, right? Listening to the body uh, in both ways yeah. that it is not able to uh, do anything uh, that you want it to. Exactly. Uh, also, that the fact that you are putting it through more than what it could take. Absolutely. That, that becomes, uh, because once we discover something, once we start an activity, or a, when it becomes a passion, you get so obsessed with it that you end up overdoing Absolutely. things. Absolutely. And that uh, is important to keep an eye on that aspect as well to not overdo things. Absolutely. Um, so when did cycling come into the picture?
0: um cycling i think uh, i would say my cycling thing happened in two phases i mean uh-huh. one is when i was a child you know cycling yeah. is something that i all enjoy of, all of us, all of us did yeah. that i mean we went to school on our cycle and we went and visited friends on our cycle so i think that there was a little bit of that thing that was there um mm. from from childhood right uh, but in early, I think, uh, 2010, 11, 12, around that time, you know, there was this uh, small group of people that we all got together. We call it a cycle tindi.
1: Uh-huh. Cycle tindi. Uh, yeah.
0: And then <laughs> again, uh, our gang at Cadence 90, a lot of people are still around here with, uh, you know, with what we do at Cadence and Chetan was a key part of that. And we, um, we would go out and, you know, on, on weekends, uh, Sunday morning rides, you know, the idea was to ride somewhere and have some breakfast and come back. So it were, they were all small rides. Mm. Um, but i think in uh, 2011 or 12 is when um, we had our first long ride mm-hmm. uh, this was uh, we call it we call it as a Malwali hundred mm-hmm. uh, chetan organized it and you okay. know, we we um, um, several of us uh, probably did our first hundred kilometer ride in that ride
1: awesome
0: uh, yeah i was not a regular rider but you know i really enjoyed it mm-hmm. and, you know it was hard but You know, it felt, uh, you know, it felt good. Mm. We were all on our our MTBs at that time. And, uh, you know, it was a wonderful uh, ride. Um, And then that is when a little bit of this endurance, uh, you know, slightly longer endurance uh, activity started to become attractive. Mm. Because I think it gives a good um, balance of, uh, you know, reasonable intensity, Mm. but something that you can keep longer. Right. Uh, And I think that kind of gives you a little bit of stretch. Mm. Um, and that felt good. And I think, uh, you know, we kind of started getting uh, interesting at, at the time.
1: Nice. So, uh, when did you start doing more regular rides? Is it after that Malwali 100? No, I think after Malwali 100, again, um, uh,
0: Malwali 100 was a good start. Um, but um, again, it, the work routine sometimes doesn't allow yeah. you to do that, but there was always in the mind that you have to make up some time for this. Right. Um. So the real, um, the real interest and in, you know, re pick up is if I can call it that happened in, you know, in the monsoon magic in I think 2014 or 15, Uh-huh. Uh, where uh, we did a monsoon magic, uh, ride for two days. Right. Um. And then that year I signed up for the T O K. So okay. that was the tour of Karnataka second edition. Uh huh. So that was my first uh, really long um, endurance ride event that I participated in. Right.
1: Nice. And
0: that's I think was that year I think was the real shift mm. if you will. Okay. That you know this is something that was interesting and I really got into a road cycle and mm. you know really started uh, you know enjoying it even more.
1: Awesome. So Tour of uh, second edition of Tour of Karnataka is what kind of got you yes, hooked on or, to it? Hooked on hooked to on the to cycling. It. Yeah. So Tell us, how was that experience of that uh, your first edition of Tour of Karna? Well, it was wonderful. I yeah. mean,
0: obviously, I was a little... Initially, I was a little intimidated uh, that, you know, not sure if I will be able to ride for four days uh, every day, more than 100 kilometers. Yeah. Um, but obviously, we had a wonderful gang. I mean, the, yeah. the team itself is so dynamic and mm-hmm. it was so well organized. And, you know, there was a lot of uh, camaraderie and so on. So I think it was, you know, while when in the beginning, it was a little... Not sure whether it happened. It can happen. You know, whether I will complete it every single day on all the four days, but there was always that, you know, yeah. I mean, let's give it a shot and move forward. So it was, it was fine, and the yeah. end of it was so, you know, enjoyable and wonderful.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the, the, it's also that with the tours like this, uh, it, it, they can be intimidating, uh, but at by the end of it, you realized that okay i i i could do this yeah i actually managed to do this uh, so you might we might not have ridden back to back hundreds before that mm. right four days continuously riding more than 100 kilometers we might not have done uh, ever mm. uh, but once you go through that you will say okay this is like pushing those limits out of our minds okay yeah. this is something that i have done now i it this can be done yeah is a realization absolutely
0: and that is i think uh, a very key point you're making but but i think i feel that this endurance sport again with the right balance to making sure that you're reading yourself well and mm. not getting into a zone that you shouldn't get into yeah i think it builds character mm. uh, because uh, while it looks intimidating deep down you know you can do it yeah Um, and, uh, yes, there's always an element of concern that you haven't done it before, but deep down, you also know you can do it. You can do it. That's what pushes you forward. Mm. And that's, I think, applicable in other arenas of life as well. Right. Um, whether it is at, you know, very daunting task at work or anything else that you see as a, as a mountain to climb. Right. Um, you know, yes, I mean, these situations you may not have faced before, but deep down, you know, you can do it. And Mm. I think these are the situations where you can apply in everything because that's what I keep telling most lot of people that I interact with that is endurance ride actually builds character. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you know, your you know yourself a lot more right. at the end of it. Yeah. And there's so many learnings that you get into it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah that, that's, that's a brilliant point you make. Like if you are doing something that uh, pushes your limits, uh, So much like uh, I always go back to something like uh, riding a hill like Kalahati that is so steep, so long, like uh, 12 kilometers, 1200 meters of elevation in 12 kilometers. It feels like it is impossible for you to get up there. Up that behemoth of a mountain, but once you get there, yeah. once you push your limits to you know keep going, yeah. when every cell in your body is telling you to, to stop, stop. <laughs> and when you push those limits, tell you know, calm your mind down, uh, suppress all that negativity, fight all those demons, and when you cross that yeah. finish line it is a feeling like none other, right? Absolutely. And it is nothing but a character-building exercise that you, like you said, very, uh, very, very true, right? So what are some of the, uh, you know, other things that you think endurance uh, journey helped you at work? See, I think one is definitely, um, it
0: it takes you out of... um, what I call as the the cloud, mm. right? It just takes you out of that. Yeah, a lot of times um, it gives you clarity of thought uh, so much more at the end of it that you know because we, we a lot of times we make it more difficult because we think about too many things. Yeah. Um, so endurance sport, or even you know, I actually also um, uh, hike on the you know, on the mountains in the in Uttarakhand or in in Himachal.
1: Mm. We
0: have a similar experiences there as well. Mm. So it is about you know just taking yourself out of your context, your daily context, into something else. So that's mm. one very important thing. The second thing I think is that there are a lot of learnings that you have on such in in such rides that you can apply mm. in 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 several situations. Right. Um, and uh, and those are s- small things, but it have it. I mean, it kind of the coin drops. Right. That you know, this is something that you 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 deal with every single day, and then you know, it's so simple to solve them because you have an example that you have, which is very physical. Right. So I, I think uh, you know the only thing is again, as I say, is 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 you know we have to be sensitive to to looking at those things mm. and and thinking a little deeper about certain events that you have along right. the way. Uh, like you said, demons. How do you fight those demons, for yeah. example, uh, or do you even see them sometimes? Yeah, I mean, you don't even need to acknowledge them that they right. exist, right? Well, then you can move forward. Yeah, um,
1: that that's that's again a beautiful uh, thing, right? Uh, fighting the talking of fighting those demons and what I what you just mentioned about acknowledging them, uh, not not even acknowledging them and just. You know, let them be exactly, and then move, move on. Forward. That's that's what people talk about when they are talking about meditation as well, yeah. right? Yeah. You you know the thoughts are there, just let them be exactly. Uh, just let them be and just observe maybe, but be with a indifference. Yeah, don't warn them. And it is a bit like that when you are going through those mental negative thoughts or, you know, fighting those demons, it's about, okay, you know that they are there, but don't acknowledge them, just move 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 on. on, just observe, keep them going and don't let them interrupt your flow. Absolutely. Uh, so that 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 is uh, very important yeah, and I
0: also give several examples that you know with my colleagues I share them with, uh, with my colleagues as well. Mm. And especially you know if you you know while cycling it's one thing of how much you can see while climbing a mountain you know if you know that you're going to a place that looks that high, um, you know suddenly uh, whether you what do you, what do you then see? I mean if, if, if you look at if you start looking at the effort involved in getting there, you may not even start. Right. A lot of times we see that they are defeating in a in a sense. Uh, but you say, yes, I mean, that is something that we can always do and start moving in that direction. You suddenly realize that it is not that high. Mm. Um, same thing happens in everyday life. And right. sometimes, you know, you just look at something, a task or a work or a result or a goal. And the moment you start thinking that it is too much to get there, suddenly there's a, you know, it starts to become a burden.
1: Right. Um, yeah, you, you when you look at the whole mountain and the where you want to go, you you, you can't, you, it is almost paralyzing, right? Yeah. So if you look at a very, very big task, you have to find ways to break it down. Break it down, look one step it down. at a time and yeah. move
0: forward. And same thing happens. I
1: mean, when yeah. you're riding, if tomorrow
0: we are riding 140 kilometers and you just can't look at it and say, oh my God. Yeah. You say, no, it's <laughs> something that can be done.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great. So uh, from your first tour in 2015, the second tour of Karnataka, edition of uh, Tour of Karnataka, you have been coming to Tour of Karnataka every year. Every year. And this is your sixth sixth time. Yes. And uh, this is the seventh edition of Tour of Karnataka and you have been uh, here. Every, every single year, year. every single yeah, it's
0: year has been a, we just look forward to it the moment it's over we just start thinking where's well, the next one <laughs> so it's uh,
1: yeah excellent what what brings you back again and again
0: so i think one is definitely the the way it is conducted you know it's it's really very it's done extremely well mm. Um, and uh, and also the camaraderie of the people. I mean, we have just, it looks like we have grown together. I mean, a mm. lot of them we meet, some of them we meet for the first time, like we are meeting for the first time. Right. And it feels like we have known each other for such a long time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, this is the, the common passion, you know, the common, uh, you know, the interest. And, and I think just the camaraderie of people that we ride with, I think it's just fantastic. Mm. Uh, and it also, you know, it just, um, at the end of it, uh, I think it just is is every single moment you cherish, mm. uh, you know, the riding together, you know, the endurance that we, you know, we all go through. Mm. The preparation for it, it's also an interesting phase. I mean, you know, right. because, you know, sometimes, you know, you have a gap. For example, this year I couldn't ride much because of a, of a wrist mm. injury that I had. And that to really get back on the saddle and prepare. Um, and then, you know, you really, you know, get yourself back on the saddle and prepare for it. Right. The whole process of getting prepared for it, being participating in it. And I think, you know, every single year, there are some, so many learnings, you know, that I take back. Hmm. Um, you know, it's just wonderful.
1: Interesting. Also, the uh, trips like this, that uh, tours like this, it is not just about our own journey our own uh, rides uh, of course the scenery is uh, great in the parts that we ride in mm-hmm. and uh, the routes are uh, different in most of the time but it is also the people that we ra- get to meet and ride Absolutely. with right the, you meet different people uh, some are same people that you see every year, yeah. that uh, you know uh, regulars like you, no. and then there will be some new blood. Yes, I mean, and there is always uh, a few people, uh, a few interesting people that uh, have so many interesting I mean, stories think, to. Yeah, uh,
0: absolutely, I mean, just the talent uh, you yeah. know, that you come across is just brilliant. It's just it's also about you know people that you meet along the way, and I think you know I feel that uh, cycling is is the best way of knowing. The state or right. the country. I think yeah. you know just you know the amount of you know things that you see, um, and I was uh, you know through the tour of Karnataka. I mean, I've I'm a Karnataka by birth, and you know I've grown up here pretty much uh, most of my uh, through my education and so on. Right, um, and uh, you know just the diversity that you see in our state. Yeah. You know, if you come from Bangalore, you come to Kodagu area, then you go to coastal Karnataka, and then you come around. I mean, it's just so so different. I mean, starting from the food, the language, you know, the the way you know, it, it's just you know, and you pick up those small nuances on a bicycle, which you will never get, you know, when you are driving in a car or
1: exactly you
0: know, or uh, traveling around.
1: The the diversity, the diversity that you see in the state, is just mind blowing. Yeah. Right, all these regions—the Western Ghats, the uh, kodagu region—and and the diversity in terms of the terrain, the uh, views you see, the people, the food, yeah. the culture—it's it's just mind blowing the kind of uh, uh, diversity there is for us to explore. Yeah, and what better way? than ex- doing it on a bike on a bicycle it's just right? amazing
0: right and you you meet you know a lot of times we stop we have a chat with the shopkeepers and you know there's a school which is just ending at that time all the children are around we stop and have a chat with them it's just uh it's just so nice
1: it is beautiful mm. beautiful so uh here we are sitting uh, uh together at before the start of the seventh edition of, of okay. tour of uh, karnataka and, uh, looking forward to the next four days Absolutely. of, uh, riding, what are you looking forward to most? Um, I think I, I keep it very
0: open. Mm. I don't look forward to anything. I, I kind of have an experience of this, Yeah. but that way I feel it is, you know, you can absorb every single moment of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a great ride. I mean, yeah. that is something I'm obviously looking forward to riding with the team and, you know, enjoying the ride. Yeah. Um, but every single, every single TOK has had its, you know, significantly different kinds of experiences. And I think we just have to be open to that. Right. Uh, yes. But four days of, of just amazing time. And yeah. That's really what I'm looking forward to.
1: Yeah. No, but uh, this, uh, this is, uh, this time, it uh, is slightly different for you Um uh, from the last five times because uh, I hear your son is also riding. Yes. I mean, that's <laughs> an interesting, uh, yes, obviously, yes. I mean, yeah. Vishwa has joined me this time. Yeah. Um.
0: So he's been, he's gotten into this sport um, and I'm sure he will enjoy it. And that will be
1: an interesting, Uh. yes, to, to, to this look forward is to. Nice. So uh, Vishwa is your son, elder son. Yes. Uh, how old is he? He's 23. He's 23 and he started working, and uh, just started working yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, 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 so, how did he get into cycling? Um,
0: uh, I mean, that's uh, I mean that's happened probably recently. I mean, he's yeah. been cycling here and there. Mm-hmm. I mean, not so much into mm-hmm. long endurance one, but he's been yeah. a very sporty person. Right. Uh, he's he likes sports. I mean, he used to play. He used to be very active at school in sports. Yeah. Um, and then uh, just about I uh, was finishing his education in engineering uh, and I said, look, hey, do you want to consider coming in this year? Mm. And we had talked about it earlier, but this was just a perfect time that he had just finished his, uh, you know, because otherwise you're just stuck with the school and college and exams and classes and so on. So this was a good time for him to get into it. Right. So yeah, I'm keen to see how how he uh, feels at the end of it.
1: (laughs) So how many months into, uh, you know, kind of uh, preparation is he like? Probably just a few weeks. Uh, Yeah? Yeah. I think,
0: (laughs) you know, uh, the Turahli 100 uh, was the first long ride that he did. I mean, he's been preparing with the shorter rides. Right, uh, right.
1: But it'll be interesting. It is uh, going to be... I'm sure he's going to have uh, fun. Absolutely. And I'm sure uh, this is going to be... uh, His first tour is going to be as, uh, you know, influential in... uh, uh, What do you say? Like your first tour was uh, instrumental in turning you into a regular cyclist. (laughs) (laughs) So probably this will help uh, him uh, catch
0: that bug. Yeah. Knowing his sporty nature, Mm -hmm. uh, I think he will, he will get hooked onto it. Yeah. Um, I I think, you know, it's all about, and I think this is, as I said, I mean, it's, it's important to have a a good balance of work and a hobby like this. I think it's, it's important for, Again, as I said, for character building, it's important for, you know, keeping your fitness level better, staying healthy. I think that's really uh, something that actually, and we don't realize it Mm. because um, the fact that you're so passionate about doing this, there are a lot of things that you do in the entire year to keep yourself healthy. Yeah. Because you know you want to be at the top of the game, you want to be enjoy it. You know because you know you take an end- endurance sport, you really want to enjoy it. Either you don't want to be struggling through it. Right. So important to stay healthy. So you take those precautions. You make sure you eat right. You yeah. make sure that you exercise well. Yeah. Keep the rhythm and so on and so forth. So right. I think it's a it's a fantastic um, it's a fantastic way of 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 developing a good balance. I would say. Yeah.
1: Yeah. and he is uh, right now uh, you know first before the day zero this is and he's uh, w- working from uh, Chikmagalur yeah. <laughs> uh, so that uh, you know he puts in the uh, time for work and then uh, ta- he take ready the, his, yeah. the, he's ready for the yeah, days off uh, for the next Yeah, time. I can see his excitement
0: I, I think uh, you know uh, we have done a few back to back hundreds as a preparation yeah. one back to back hundred at least so yeah. I think that's that's, that gives the confidence I think that definitely this is something that can be overcome and you know and as like I said I mean there's, uh, also you know we all keep saying it's important to enjoy yeah. the endurance exactly I mean, it, it shouldn't
1: hurt you I exactly and he has a uh, good role model in you to you know closer at home I mean, that role model I think <laughs> you should answer that question <laughs> I hope so yeah yeah definitely definitely so uh, this has been fantastic uh, Vishnu award. to Kind of conclude this session. What are some of the tips that you would give uh, working athletes, like you and me, to do well at sport as well as work? No, I think I think first of all, um, um, th-
0: there is a there could be a mindset or something a mind block that says pursuing something like this is time consuming. It is not. Um, we actually save a lot of time because you become a lot more efficient, you become a lot more healthier, you have a be- much better output um, even at work. Yeah. So I think that mind block is something that's important to be taken out to say that this is time consuming and therefore I don't have the time. It's only an excuse. Uh, it's important to set aside some time for yourself uh, for the way, you know you, uh, you, you know, you give it time, you know, to prepare yourself to stay fit and to stay healthy. And I think it's, uh, you know, it is that balance. I think ultimately, uh, I think the most of the problems that, you know, we have as human beings is that we have lost balance, yeah. which, which every other species seems to have perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we have to bring that balance in, in the way we think, in the way we work, in the way we, you know, pursue our passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I would say is, is the key mantra and how do you really find that balance and do it right and do it well and don't overdo it either. Yeah. Right. It's, uh, you know, it's it's the right, construct
1: to have awesome awesome this has been fantastic uh, talking to you Vishnu uh, so thank you for taking the time and sharing your endurance journey with uh, the working athlete podcast absolutely thank you thank you so much Minky and it's been a pleasure talking to you yes look really looking forward to the next four days of riding absolutely that was my conversation with Vishnu Part. I hope you like it If you are liking the podcast, please make sure you subscribe to the channel on YouTube as well. It really helps. So let us meet next week with another guest. Thank you for your support.